RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. The Timaru District Council sent letters to the first of 4,000 property owners in the district who would be impacted by the new regulations, that is the sites and areas of significance to Māori, known as SASM, stating the land fitted into five differing categories. Quickly, here are the categories. Wahi Tupuna, broad geographical areas slash cultural landscapes. Wahi Tauka, land-based places. Wahi Tapu, sacred land-based sites. Wai Tauka, waterway-based places. And Wai Tapu, sacred sites slash areas that are water-based. So families who have farmed in South Canterbury for generations are objecting to the Timaru District Council's handling of SASM. In its submission to the Timaru District Council, Federated Farmers supported the SASMs in part, but was strongly opposed to restrictions on shelter belts, woodlots, or plantation forestry, as well as Rule 6 around subdivisions. Without the identification of pinpointed sites of significance, it's imprudent to allow for whole farms to have restrictions on their land, they said, and fear restrictions will follow. They accused the council of having a heavy-handed approach. And we got attracted to the story by a story in Stuff earlier this month. Greg Anderson is the president of Federated Farmers South Canterbury, and we asked him to come on to RCR for comment on this after reading the Stuff story. Greg, welcome to Reality Check Radio. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Paul. Okay, so where did this SASM thing come from? It's first I've heard of it in the story. So can you explain a bit of the the backstory of that quickly? It's interesting. It's been in the Resource Management Act since um, 1991. It just probably hasn't been acted on, and the government's got a lot stronger lately, I think. 2002, they looked at um, sort of um, improving planning by district councils, so they've been really forcing councils to come and bring this on board, so that's basically how it's come about now. And the new planning standards, councils have got to recognise sites of significant tomorrow. And it's also tied up with um, Heritage New Zealand too, sort of thing, if that makes sense. Okay, so it seems from sort of reading some of the um, comments from farmers farming families in the area, some have been there on the land for like 150 years, long time, intergenerational. This, for for many of them, um, their farm or their land being a site and area of significance to Māori is the first I've kind of ever heard of it. Yeah, especially with some areas. I mean, as you as you alluded to at the start of the interview um, about the different categories, um, you know, obviously if you've got some rock drains on your property or an old par site, most farming families will, will know that. And probably the reason it's still there is because they've looked after and protected it. But it's probably the worrying ones is the ones based around where they used to tr- traditionally collect kai or where they used to where they've got some spiritual or cultural um, tie to. And that's probably where the concern comes from from these farming families. Yes, the, I see the council um, has said it, it worked with local runanga, Aro Whenua, to identify the areas. From They're using information from historic maps, oral histories, and document archives. Sounds a little kind of loosey-goosey. Yeah, I mean, we could get we could debate it till the crows came home. It, certainly, some of it will be. Um, you know, a lot of it's based on traditional Noitahu. They did a lot of mapping and planning. I think in the fifties and sixties, and yeah, I guarantee that the sites of you know, as I said, um, you know, rock drawings and you know, archaeological sites, they'll be probably spot on, probably. But it's the it's the feeling, you know, the ones like you said, the loosey goosey, the feeling sites will be what I'd be worried about. You know, you'd like to know. And the problem is there hasn't been a real good 
um, consultation down in Timaru District. It's been a wee bit better in the other district, Mackenzie, the one I live in. Um, there hasn't been a real good sit down with the landowner, with the Runanga and the council all together in the same room. It's been done separately, which you know doesn't bring much faith to the table, does it? Why would it happen that way, do you think? Don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, it seems to be a thing in New Zealand society you, know, you can't say anything wrong against, um, you know, a, a, you know, Mary culture. And I mean, I, I, I know why that's come about, but I don't know. I, I, I was disappointed because, I mean, we had a better relationship up here in the Mackenzie because the council realised from the mistakes that Timaru made a wee bit and they tried to get the landholders in the room with Arafanua, which helped a little bit. Well, it helped a lot, to be honest. It was a better understanding. People aren't reading about it in the newspaper or getting a letter in the mail saying, you know, you've got the site on your property first they heard of it. So how does it affect what people might want to do with their properties? How does it, could it impact them? Well, the first thing to realise is that under the Resource Management Act, you've still got existing use rights. So they can't stop you doing what you've been doing in the last, you know, previously. As long as you can prove you've done it in the last 12 months, they can't stop you. So if you've cultivated paddocks or, you know, run sheep and beef there or growing crops, you've got an existing use right under the Resource Management Act. Where it becomes difficult is if you want to um, change land use. Now, you, there were people say, oh, well, you, you should be allowed to change to dairy farming, but there's other rules within the council planning and national policy statements from government that means you can't do that anyway. So, you know, the season's probably irrelevant. But, you know, for minor things like in the future, if you should be farming, you know, if things warm up down here, you might want to start growing you know, apples or, or, you know, growing, we grow apples down here, growing kiwi fruit. He'll have to go through a cultural impact report from local Runanga, plus get a consent from the council to make that happen. Yeah, that's what's frustrating. Yeah, because you could say anything, couldn't you? You could, you could, well, I'm not saying you're making, people are making stuff up, but you could find the most tenuous link and, and stop people doing whatever with their own property. Right. You see, and this is probably more, um, you know, I don't want it to be seen as a Mary Pakehour issue. I want it to see it as a poor planning issue and a poor, poor government policy. Because, I mean, most reasonable people in their district plans want permitted activities with good standards. And by that, I mean, you're allowed to do it as long as you follow the standards. And that's, you know, it's when you've got to go through this consenting process and you've got to go to the public, get all the public on side, spend a lot of money, it drives farmers and the general public mad. Do you think the, um, well, in this case, the Timaru District Council is being, what, are they favouring one side or another, do you think? No, I don't think so. I just think there's, um, you know, probably planners, the way they read the rules, they just, you know, most councils in this country are adverse, you know, are, are adverse. they don't like getting into trouble. So they try and do everything and they do it to the to the maximum, which sometimes comes out not the way we want. You know, they, they just seem to always go to the, to the to the limit of the legislation, whereas they won't back off a bit. Yeah, but so what? That's a local, a cultural local government issue. Is the way they sort of think, is it? I, I, no, because I mean, it's going to come in. It's going to come into regional plans next. So it's just been driven from the from the government down, or from the original Treaty of Waitangi, basically, because it's got to be recognised in all law now. So it's central government ultimately pushing this. Yes, definitely. It's um. It's like they've pushed the standards down for district plans and it's got to be recognised in the district plans, so it's been driven by central government. Okay. Um, there's also, I think, complaints along the way that there's been a, 
a kind of a lack of information and clarity. Is that fair enough? Yeah, definitely. Um, like you, 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 you would like to have some um, ground truthing done on on the um, archaeological sites, which are, you know most farmers will know about. You'd like to think that the council and the Runanga would meet together and identify the site, and then you'd like to find a, you'd like to have a bit of information in the background why they find something, why Tapu or the other uh, why Tonga, you know, ones that t- tie up around spirituality and cultural and where they've done kai collecting and that sort of thing. You'd like to get some background on that. Yeah, I mean, there's also the connection, you know, in that way too of. You know the families that have been there for a long time, as well as any of that taken into account. <laughs> not, no, not the district planning, definitely not. Which is a, which is a, you know, it's a, well, it's a damn shame. Because you know what's, what's good for the, what, what's the saying? Good for the goose, good for the gander too. I mean, you know, we're all human beings. We all have connections to things. So, especially if uh, if we've been there for, or families have been there for a long time. Yeah, it, it's still. I still like to get back to that point about the. It's poor planning, you know, like, right. for, for example, like, so you've got the, it's, they say it's the same, a lot of people are coming out saying, oh, it's the same as heritage buildings. But I mean, if, like, for example, if I had a building next door to the Theatre Royal in Timaru, certainly if I knocked it down, was going to build a great big building beside it, I would have to get planning permission and consent from the council. But if I decide to change that building from a bookstore to a restaurant or vice versa, I wouldn't have to get permission from anybody. Yeah. You know, it's, it's as I said in a few interviews, it's just the erosion of that seems to be going on and on in the rural area of farmers' property rights, and that's what's really dry, you know upsets farmers. So farmers feel a little under attack. They do. I mean, this is this is this is a thin edge of the wedge. You know, we've got outstanding landscapes, we've got biodiversity, we've got to protect, we've got wetlands. All these things are being asked by the farmers to um, fence off and protect. For the national good, with no recompense, and you know more planning rules put on top of us. So no no compensation for doing all this work. No, no, and there'll be no, and and I guarantee there'll be no rates reduction either if we if we can't use that piece of land. At what point? I mean, what can you do to to get that message out there and be really clear about it? From Federated Farmers' point of view, with the, our local people in South Canterbury, the farmers, we've been telling them to get in touch with the council and identify, try and identify what the problems are and, and put submissions in. I mean, you would hope they'll listen to it. They're not always listening to it, but sometimes they make changes, and that's what you've just, you know, you've got to try and work the system to change it and just keep voicing our opinion. I just noticed there's a quote here in that story from Stephen Doran, who is the council's communications manager, probably not too far up the food chain but can't comment because um, they're in the middle of a statutory process with the proposed district plan, so it's not really appropriate for us to comment in detail. I mean, that, that's, that's a... That's a load of bullshit, to be honest. Say again? That's a load of bullshit, if you ask me. Yeah. But as you said, he's, probably, he's not right up the food chain either, but... Yeah. But the, it's it just seems to be, and it's a common thing, a, a, an unwillingness to be up front to, to, to comment yeah. even. Yeah. I agree, and and it doesn't just start with sasms. It goes right back to every issue we go through in the planning. That to suddenly think, where'd this come from? Why why would we sit down in a room and discuss how we can make it work better? Have farmers had a chance to sit down with Naitahu or Maori and and kind of talk about it directly? Has that happened at all? Not enough, and I mean at times probably even from our side we're guilty, but 
Um, I think we need to do that more at the Runanga and which is you know, our whanua need to get in the room with these landowners. And as I've said before, farmers are reasonably people. You know, if you've got an archaeological site, a par or a rock drawings, they'll be quite happy to try and fence it off and help protect it. Yeah, because everybody quite, values that. Everybody values that sort of history. Of course they do. Yep, I agree. So, do you think it's so? What what's holding back that direct kind of meeting? Do you think? I'm, I just I I don't know. I mean, it'd be good. It'd be really good to know. Maybe we need to try and talk with them more ourselves. But there's a fear, I think, that people get wound up about, like the, as I said, the spiritual and the cultural sides, which they say that we don't, that Pakeha don't understand, and we can't enter that debate, and that really frustrates me. Well, because, it's, a, it's know, actually it's not true. No, of course it's not true. I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how that develops. Greg Anderson. Federated Farmers, South Canterbury. Thanks for coming on RCR and explaining that. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me, Paul. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.